0: Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Baylor Shireman joining us here after this one, 104 to 76. By the way, first double-double of the calendar year, ninth of the season, 17 and 10 tonight, Baylor. And, and how you doing, especially after the hard foul over here? I thought maybe you hit your head on the floor, but that didn't happen?
2: No, it was my knee. I hit my knee on the floor, but it was fine. It, was not, it wasn't a dirty play or anything, just a solid basketball play. Just was up in the air, lost my balance, but all good.
3: Taylor, when you've got a game that's the, the lead starting to expand a little bit, it seemed like things maybe were starting to get a little chippy there. How do you keep focused and not fall into that trap?
2: Yeah, well I just I just think you know you just gotta focus on the things you can control and, and obviously, you know, coaches are telling us, you know, just to 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 worry about, you know, the things that matter and obviously chirping, I mean that doesn't really get you anywhere, so we're just focused on continuing to get stops and push.
1: Was it difficult at times to hold your poise and make sure that you extended the lead and didn't lose it?
2: Um, I wouldn't say necessarily it was difficult. I mean, I think we got into a little – we got a little happy, and we, offense was coming pretty easy, and so we were trading buckets a lot. Um, and once we got, you know, three stops in a row multiple times, you know, the lead kept expanding and expanding.
1: This is such a different team to play than any other team in our league First time experiencing yeah. it, what were your thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, you know, I thought it was, uh, like you said, a different type of game, and I, I kind of knew, you know, the prep we did coming in, I knew it was going to be a little different than what I was used to, um, but I feel like after like the first like three or four minutes, I got adjusted to it, and was fine.
3: Was this the type of pace that? you guys wanted to play just you thought that you could get up and down with them I know you guys can play fast but the last couple games when you'd played well against Providence and Butler obviously you'd slowed things down a little bit is was this the game plan just to go out there and run with them
2: yeah you know we thought we could you know get good looks in transition and uh, offensively that would get us started and and that's kind of what happened you know we were able to get stops and that was a big part of it and then once we pushed it on in transition we were pretty much able to get whatever we wanted
1: It was a great night for our bench tonight. And I'm not just talking about the last few minutes from Xander (laughs) Yates, who, by the way, will join us here in just a little bit. But just talk about the bench, not only tonight, but what they do for this team on a regular basis. Because with you guys all averaging 30 minutes a game, the bench doesn't see a lot of time. But they're starting to it looks like to me they're starting to gain a little bit of confidence, Francisco, Fred, I thought, played well tonight, same with the uh, Mason
2: Yeah, 100 percent. you know, like you said, they, they don't get a lot of run because of the starters play, play a lot of minutes, but they're um, working their their tails off in practice, you know giving us good looks, and you know they're ready when their name's called, and, and you know that's what they' got to do, and they're bringing great energy too when they're on the bench for us as well, which is just as important.
3: You're coming off of kind of an unusually long break during the middle of the conference season. What were you able to work on, and I guess what was the biggest help of having that break in the middle there?
2: Uh, kind of just rest, to be yeah. honest. You know, it's been a it's been a, a grind of a season, um, and just having that week off. I mean, we had a week off, really. So, I mean, Christmas break, I guess. <laughs> but other than that, you know, we really hadn't had a, a lot of time off, so it was nice just to get physical physical rest and then just mental
1: prep. Baylor Shireman joining us tonight, who finishes with a double double of 17 and 10. You look ahead now, Baylor, and obviously, you got Xavier coming in, uh, the pink out game, which is always a unique experience. It was so close. I mean, you had the ball in your hands with a chance to win it late. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts as you get a second chance now at the Musketeers?
2: Yeah, you know it's going to be a be a high level game. You know the atmosphere is going to be great, and you know on, honestly we just got to take it a possession at a time because, um, like coaches stress, you know every possession means something. You know you look back in a game and you might think oh the final play is the play that you know won or lost you the game, but there's multiple plays throughout the game um, that 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 win or lose ball game. So we just got to be locked in every possession.
1: And it's going to be an early game too. We haven't played an early one yet. You're know, like 11 clock yeah. tip so do you have to kind of change your um, preparation
2: uh I mean not necessarily for me you know we can roll it out at 8 a.m and I'll be ready to go but I mean we played UConn kind of early yeah good um, point point. And, and so um yeah nothing really changes on my end
3: Baylor has the coaching staff talked to you at all about how the atmosphere kind of changes here for the pink out game have they prepared you for that at all
2: um no not necessarily um you know they, they just talk about how it's just a kind of a special experience to play in it um and, and that's pretty much it
1: well, Baylor, congratulations. Great team effort for the second straight game. Yes, Just sir. more points than we had in, in, in Butler. Yes,
2: sir. Thank you, guys. You bet.
1: It. Baylor Shireman joining us here at courtside after this one. Jays win at 104-76. to 76. Xander Yates is going to come over. We'll keep it right here. We'll, let, we'll get Xander some time to get over here. Uh, we don't get a chance to talk to the walk-ons very often. We'll run down the rest of the scoring here real quick. Uh, nine for Xander Yates, seven for Frederick King, five for Francisco Farabello, and two each for Mason Miller, Sharif Mitchell, Ben Stolzberg, and Sammy Osmani, all totaling up to 104 points. And now, I yeah, didn't know if we'd get a chance to, you, you never know when you're going to get a chance to talk to the walk-ons, right? <laughs> but here he is, the man himself. And ch- ch- <laughs> back in the studio, Chance is playing sweet Georgia Brown." This was your game tonight, the Xander Yates game.
4: Yeah, felt good, man. I don't know. It's, I mean, they they fell. So
3: <laughs> Xander, I know that you know your job on the team is different than a lot of the other guys. You're there to help the rotation guys prepare and mm-hmm. and get ready, and so it's it's kind of a thankless job. How much fun is it though to get out here in front of the home crowd and have a game like this where? You get to shine on the on the main stage the way everybody else does.
4: You know, it's 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 definitely fun. I mean, I get joy from you know helping the starters prepare because at the end of the day they get me in the game. So <laughs> shout out to those guys. But you know, it just it feels good to you know. I mean, I shoot them all every day, but it's fun to do it in front of people. So
1: how good did it feel coming out of your hands?
4: Uh it felt normal. I don't know. It just it, my shot always kind of feels good, but. It felt good. I thought I wanted to hit that fourth one, but it didn't fall, so.
3: <laughs> I was I was, I was, was hoping that Stolzberg was going to get you yeah. that rock a little bit sooner, yeah. but you found a nice spot in the corner there. Still three for four. That'll certainly do. Um, you got to tell the people, do you shoot like this in practice? Are you always this pure on the stroke there?
4: Well, so, uh, a lot of times in practice, I'm like the five on scout, so I simulate like, <laughs> to, like yesterday was uh, Soriano, so I couldn't shoot the threes, but. When we play Xavier, I'll be shooting three. So I look forward to those practices. There you go.
1: Xander <laughs> Yates joining us. Of course, your story is unique because both you and Mason came over, your teammates in high school from mm-hmm. Germantown, Tennessee. You yep. played, for, played for Mason's dad. Yep. How, just t- talk me through that whole process. How, when did you know you wanted to come here and, and, and join your, your friend and your teammate, knowing that, hey, you're going to be a walk-on, you're probably not going to get a lot of minutes. Just, yeah versus maybe going somewhere else where maybe you could get minutes
4: yeah so my recruitment was definitely really weird is like in the middle of COVID I was a late bloomer so I didn't really have many looks until my senior year Mm -hmm. when we did win that state championship had a lot of good guys around me so that helped me a little bit but I only had a couple like mid-majors and it was very late in the game so I was just like man should I because you know Mason I've known him for like seven years now I'm like do I just go with Mason you know to a great program with a great coach you know instead of like maybe doing like a extra year after high school just go there red shirt you know soak in all the knowledge i can and so i decided on that route and i'm happy i did
1: was it a hard adjustment going from being a, a regular a regular rotation guy winning a state championship to knowing you know your role now is very different you're a practice guy
4: yeah i mean it's definitely something i, I had to get my mind right before i came here because i wasn't i'm not i wasn't coming in thinking yeah i'm gonna play right off the bat but I mean I still go and work hard every single day you never know when your number's called but you know yeah
3: well and you have seen minutes during uh not in blowout situations earlier this year when the short rotation got a little bit goofy either with injuries or foul trouble I guess how do you just switch that mindset from hey I'm helping on scout team to boom I got to play in a game with real minutes when, when the score's still competitive
4: yeah I mean, I just. I don't try and think about like it too much. It's it's just basketball to me. So, I'm going to just go out there and do what I do every day. I'm not going to change it just cuz it's a close game or it's not a close game. If I just play the same way every single day, it should take care of itself. And don't forget, folks, I know it came in a loss, but you had to come in and play some
1: significant minutes against BYU when things were struggling and had to defend in the post. Yeah. That, that had to be a, yeah. a real challenge.
4: Yeah, I mean, Cogbrenner helps me with that every day. I have to guard him and Fred back to back every single day. So they help me with that.
1: How is it as a scout team player? Because you're always having to, you know, develop a new role, play a different role for a different team. This team, St. John's, is so different from everyone yes. in our league. What was your role this week with scout
4: team? Oh, our scout team got after it this week. We were raking after balls, you know, diving on the floor, playing really scrappy, because that's what St. John's does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was, I was Soriano. Uh, the scout was, he likes that mid-range shot, so I had Cockburner and Fred take away the mid-range, and he's a excellent offensive rebounder, you know, pushing the back a little bit off of a Curbelo throw up and just tips it in, so just simulating that. Well,
3: you must have done a great job because uh, you held Joel Soriano, without a double-double for just the third time this season. Yeah. So you must have done a heck of a job on scout team <laughs> simulating. Know. That's
4: all, <laughs> When you,
3: When you saw Joel
1: tonight for the first time and you looked at him, you go, did you think I was him in scout
4: team? Because he's big. <laughs> yeah, I mean – uh, he still couldn't guard me, though. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No I'm one, joking. No one guard I saying, I relief, could guard get tonight. I get relief when I can shoot my threes. But other than that, you know, I'm just out there helping my teammates. But.
1: So, so talk to me about the role going forward. Obviously, your role doesn't change a whole lot, but it's so important to try to keep these guys fresh and get them prepared. Now it's two games a week. There's not going to be any more breaks. Mm-hmm. You're going to have short turnarounds, including the one this week. You're only going to really have a couple of days between now and Xavier. So what's going to be your role for Xavier?
4: Uh, you know, tomorrow we probably – I'll be nungy, so like I was last time we played him. And, you know, tomorrow will probably be a mental day just because all the starters and the rotation guys played heavy minutes tonight. So the scout team will probably be a little light tomorrow, but then we'll probably get after it the day after. So
3: Get out there, get those stretch five shots exactly. up. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Xander, uh,
1: it's so cool that we get it because – you never know when we get a chance to talk to the guys off the bench and you had nine points tonight anything you want to say to your to your folks back home
4: uh no i know my mom and dad were watching so they already texted me so
1: the how excited were they yeah
4: my mom was really pumped so was my dad
1: nine points when's the last time you had nine points in a basketball
4: game <laughs> i don't even remember <laughs> not in the state tournament yeah. No, I did in the state tournament, but yeah, I'm going. That was a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Xander, congratulations! Excellent job tonight. Thank you. Xander Yates joining us here courtside as the Blue Jays get the win, 104 to 76. Man, we're just going to rapid fire these well, We are. Let's do it. Get an interview
3: in. It's well, listen, the game commercial. ran long, so we're getting the interviews done quick. There we That's, go.
1: I'm happy with that. Time for the Coach Mac post-game show. I even have to flip the cards over. Coach Mac Coach Mac post-game is brought to you by Lawler's Custom Sportswear. For original custom-made designs, the best dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear. Lawlerscustom.com. Mac, I mean, it plays out like a lot of St. John's Creighton games did, but I am going to start with a bench. I think the guys and I'm not talking about the last five minutes, I'm talking about in the first half, early in the second half. I thought you got good minutes from Fred, good minutes mm-hmm. from Francisco and Mason.
5: Yeah, yeah they, everybody did a good job, and Reef had a good stretch the second half, yeah. <clears throat> which was good to see. So, you know, uh, Trey got that quick foul, Art got the quick foul, and just the way that St. John's plays downhill so much, I just felt like, all right, let's try to get those guys out, get them to the 14 minute mark so we don't run into any problems with fouls. And uh, <clears throat> they did a good job once they went back in there, you know, playing the rest of the half and, and creating some separation before halftime. And, uh, uh <clears throat> you know, we moved the ball and we shared the ball. And as we talked about in the open, like, can't turn it over. And, you know, seven turnovers against St. John's is by far the fewest that anybody's had all year. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what it takes to win a game like this.
3: Coach, first of all, I got to say, love the uh, Jordan (laughs) 4s. Those are incredible. Um, But as far as the game plan went, how important was it for you to get some touches into Kalkbrenner to play inside out, it seemed like he got really good looks off. The
5: well, especially when we got Soriano with a couple quick fouls. Uh, we wanted to keep going there, uh, you know. So he he had to defend every single possession, and you know we just we think you know Ryan's really efficient when he catches it down there, and it's not easy to get it to him down there. Teams do a good job of trying to keep it out of there, but uh, I thought our guys picked their spots uh, on when to get it there and, and got it there on time in a in a situation where he could make a play with it. Uh, and then I thought he was good on the other end as well. So that was that was good to see.
1: <laughs> rebounds tonight they did end up with more offensive rebounds but they got a lot of them late I thought the activity on the glass tonight and the second chance points it's not going to show in the final stats but at one point it was 12 to 2 in second chance <clears>
5: points. yeah we did a good job and, and late they got away from us Soriano you know kind of beat up on our bench there a little bit late but uh you know they're really good at that and you know if you, if you can take that part of the game away and you take their points off, turnovers away. Um, you know, you have an opportunity to to have a game like this against them. It's hard to do, uh, but I just uh, and I said it in the to the media that the, the our scout team, our red team, you know, Monday did an unbelievable job. You know, it's one thing to run the other team's offense; another thing to try to simulate St. John's defense. And we had them raking and digging and going after basketballs. And it really, I think, opened our guys' eyes to like, all right, this is what we're going to see. Um, because we turned it over far more in practice on Monday than we did tonight. Uh, so, you know, I got to give credit to that group. They don't get enough credit. They do a great job. It's kind of a thankless job. But it's a very important job. And, you know, everybody's role in this team, is, it's a different role, but it's an equally important role. And, you know, their work and their preparation uh, really had an impact on this game tonight.
3: Did you change anything last minute when you realized Posh Alexander wasn't going to be playing and it was going to be mostly Corbello and Wooster? <coughs>
5: yeah, I mean, it's uh, essentially David Jones and Corbello play like starters' minutes anyway. Obviously, Posh defensively is a presence for them. Doesn't shoot it great. Their, their shooting lineup was much better. The starting lineup, I think, is their best shooting lineup, and I thought Store was ter- terrific tonight. Um, so you know, it, obviously, we didn't find out he was playing wasn't playing until right before the game. But um, you know, we played our share games without guys this year too so uh it's nice to be on the other side of that
1: talk to me about arthur's minutes tonight because his activity he had two straight not two straight possessions but he had two possessions pretty close to each other he gets the offensive rebound goes back either gets a bucket or gets to the free throw line i know he had foul trouble tonight but that was that was late just tell his effort he just seems to have taken it up a notch and it's not all about trying to be hero ball. He's trying to do he's, all the little things as well. He's
5: played really good basketball since Christmas. Uh, you know, his activity on the glass on both ends of the floor, what he's doing defensively uh, has been really, really good. So, you know, I wish he wouldn't have gotten in foul trouble there this start of the second half because I'd i liked him to see him being able to finish what was an outstanding game. But, uh, you know, he, impact, he had his fingerprints all over this win. He did a great job.
1: Did you have to talk to him or is this something self-motivated?
5: Uh, I mean, we've talked as November and December wore on and continued to watch film. And, and he and Coach Huss had a pretty good sit down where they watched some film and looked at some analytical stuff and where he was and where we think he could be. And to Art's credit, he, he made some changes. And, uh, you know, you, you can get easy baskets and you get to the free throw line with that effort of getting to the offensive glass, because oftentimes you get an easy one and you get a foul. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's had a huge impact in that regard. And, uh, you know, we're going to need him going down the stretch.
3: On the other side of that coin, it seems like Trey Alexander and Baylor Shireman have been much more aggressive, kind of getting into the paint and and finding either their teammates or getting shots at the rim there. Is that something you've asked of them, or is that just kind of a natural progression?
5: No, we need need them to do that. Uh, Obviously, we want to get downhill and get into that paint and collapse the defense the best we can and... and, uh, you know, Trey's kind of always done it. Baylor has gotten better as the season's gone on of having the confidence to go in there and make plays for himself and other people. Uh, so <clears throat> that was good to see. And, and again, I'm just... Uh, these wins are hard to come by in this league, so we got to enjoy it. And the crowd was great tonight. And... Uh, appreciate everybody out and we hope we're here in full force on Saturday morning
1: I want to ask you about Xander who we just had over here not about the threes I want to I want to talk about what he did for you in scout team expand on that a little more because he played the role of Soriano for you in practice
5: yeah and, yeah and he and did really you know out. he's yeah he's uh you know he was he was crashing the offensive glass he was shoving and pushing those guys uh because that's what Soriano does uh, and you know. It, you have, it's amazing what happens when someone works and gives themselves to the team and is all about everybody else that a night like that tonight happens for him. Uh, and he deserved it. Uh, you know, he's, he can really shoot the basketball. We saw that tonight. And, uh, you know, happy that he got his moment in the sun because he certainly deserves it.
1: Matt, congratulations. We will see you for a special day on Saturday. Thanks, guys. You bet. That is Greg McDermott with his postgame thoughts. Jays win it one hundred four seventy six. Back with more after this on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The Keg.